Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. How the devil are you this Sunday morning? Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Morning. Hey. We're chipping today, aren't we? We're full of beans, aren't we? Chipper and full of beans. Chipper and full of beans. Or on the edge of madness. Which or one is it? faking it till we make it. That's me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm always on the slight edge of madness. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm always on this, especially with like, you know, three teenage daughters. Yeah, yeah. Like, bet, I'm yeah. always on the I'm always on the the edge. Yeah. Okay. Well point. I am the edge, so like, I'm You are on literally the edge. the edge, yeah. I'm on yeah. the Steve Edge. Uh yeah, so that's it's always fun. Well, all but, day, um, like you know, like when you go no, like, like if you're ordering a McDonald's on that mm. big big telly and then it mm. says, No, oh, that and that. <laughs> I want that Tropicana. Right, go. Do you like to add these? No, I don't want to add these. Like that. <laughs> You're that level of angry. No, I'm not. I've just said what I want. No, I did have a moment, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I had a moment. Uh, if I, I'm going to tell it you. I'm going to tell it you. Go I, was, on, I, was, I, was, I was in two minds about this. So, at Christmas, uh, when I was doing the panto, um, I... There was a there's a gym next door to the theatre. I won't I won't say mm. the, the name of the gym, um, yeah. but it's owned by one of the dragons. And, okay. uh, <laughs> and uh, so I joined it right, and it, they they sent us this thing. It was like a six week offer where you could join the gym, and mm. um, for six weeks uh, while while we and we was, I was actually only there for three weeks, but it was a decent yeah. offer, thirty five quid or whatever. So I was like, yeah, sign mm. up, no problem. I went in, they showed us around, they explained the deal. End of January, I said, well, that's fine. I only needed it till the end of December, but I, I, I understand how deals work. So I thought, yeah, I'll do it. So me and three of the other cast signed up for this deal. I didn't sign up for it straight away. I came in the next day um, and just said to the, one of the lads, oh, we got offered this deal and blah, blah, blah. That was it, right? So anyway, I went once, Steve, right. <laughs> the whole yeah, time cool. I was well, there. You were busy, weren't you? Matt knows yeah, everything. I was, I was yeah. doing two shows a day. But I went once. Anyway, that's that's fine. That's that's my fault. That's not the gym's fault. But this I is, went once. No, this is standard gym membership. That's thing. just the way it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went once is the yeah. phrase that people always say. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was that. I thought, well, it runs out end of Jan anyway. That, you know, that's, that's it. Mm, anyway, that's 1st of Feb, Steve. What happens? Oh, no, there's not taken Another 35 quid comes out the, the bank. I thought, hang on a minute, that's not right. So I just sent an email just to say, uh, hi, I don't know what's happened here, but I've been I've been charged this. Um, and, uh, you know, I think I should have that money back, really, because mm-hmm. it's not yours, is it? Like, yeah, I, I signed up for yeah. a deal, and that was it. Anyway, I get an email back, sort of a standard email, just saying, um, uh, terms and conditions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you've got to give a month's notice. So they're actually going to take March as well. Another 35 oh, quid. Another month, all oh, right. I was okay. like, this has cost me over 100 quid now, if I only went once. I was like, no, 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 that's not the deal. Anyway, I, in the end, I just rang up and just said, look, I don't know what's happened. There's obviously been a miscommunication, but this was the deal. Yeah. I've got an email here that says the deal is six weeks. Yeah, but what you're supposed to do is sign up for the six weeks and then cancel the membership straight, straight away. away. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Do you think this is because they knew that you'd only been once? If they knew you'd been in there every day, like doing your legs, working, working your back and everything, mm. do you know what I mean? Do you think yeah. they'd have gone, oh, no, I'm not going to mess with him? He's, he, oh, you I'm think gonna... cause if I was tougher? They were, they if were you'd have gone in every day and you were you were ripped, <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They won't mess with me. Leave the thirty-five quid. It's not worth it. No, I, I, yeah, maybe. but what was annoying was so. There's anyway. I'm in where I was this week. I was in Oslo or something, and they rang me up and like had this full. I ended up having this full argument with this woman from the there, one of the managers there, and I was going, "Is this?" Like, it's 35 quid. You're a mm. multi-million pound company and you're arguing about 35 quid. I've also not included, it should be 70 quid because you took February. Mm. Like, it was one of the moments where I was going, I'm getting really wound up. And I was thinking, why are you, is this like the hill you want to die on? Like, why? Yeah, yeah. Why Why? Why? why, are, you get, why are you getting so, and I realised, gosh, like, this is what this is what a lot of gyms are like, aren't they? Where they just, they cling on to that terms and conditions that nobody reads. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, but I was like, no, I've got an email here that says six weeks. That's how long it was, that, uh, you know. And it was like, oh, it really wound me. It was the first time I've been proper wound up for years, like, for, you know, in that in that thing. But it was, uh, anyway, sorted, sort of sorted it in the end. In the end, they rang me back and said, oh, they're not going to charge you for that uh, for March. I was like, uh, and I was like, thank you. And then I was thinking, hang on a minute, I've been gaslit here. I don't think <laughs> you, this is over. I don't I was think like, this is over. You I think t- you're going to... Yeah, I, I should think go there's going to be say, another little thing in, 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 in March. I think there'll be another little... Oh, do you think going? they're going to try and take oh, it again? I think, I think it'll be... Oh, oh Steve. Just, I'm just... 
just just get ready for it is all I'm saying. I mean, it's so just know that if uh, if you do sign up for one of these offers with the gym mm. that I'm not mentioning, uh, you, straight away you have to tell them that you're out. Yeah. Uh, as well, you've got to say I'm yeah. out. Uh, yep, yep, yep. As well. <laughs> That's right, away. yeah. Straight yeah. away. Okay. <laughs> MC Hammer time, got it. Steve um, rang me last, uh, was it last week, week before? Week before. He was very angry about uh, one of my decisions on Starstruck. Who's Starstruck, yeah. The meatloaf thing. The meatloaf, you weren't happy with the meatloaf, were you? I, didn't, I thought it, I thought it, who was it was in that week? I forgot who I thought it was, should have been there. Um, it, was, it was the Shaka Khans, wasn't it? The Shaka Khans were good. Should have been um, the Shaka Khans. Yeah, they were good. Um, it's, it's just, it's... It's hard. I also think we might slightly hear something different in the studio than, like, oh. you know, through the speakers, through the microphones. I don't know, maybe. But um, I, with the meatloaves, I remember specifically thinking um, the one in the middle. At me? <laughs> that one with the mad eyes was. Yeah. He was yeah. mad. <laughs> um, but there was one, I think, in the middle. Yeah. It was the school janitor. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, the Phantom of the Mopra. And and uh, and we really thought this guy's good. This guy's a great. And then what we did was we thought, right, we'll vote for this team, and then the audience will vote for him because he's the best he one. Great. And then, as you've seen, whether it's the Donald audience, Trump, whether yeah. it's Brexit, Steve, you can't trust you can't the general public trust the general with public, no. uh, a vote. No, anything um, with anything. anything. With anything. <laughs> so that was if you actually if if I think they included some of the looks if the, when they cut back to the judges when, when they won we were all like oh, okay yeah <laughs> but you know if that's what if that's what the audience in the room heard that's what yeah. they heard yeah, yeah that's democracy isn't it you can't you can't fault that but no um, exactly you can, so you can time. you can um, but last week uh, so obviously last night uh, we've we've not seen yet because we we've pre-recorded this show uh, on the Friday but um, last week that was a good choice though Ed Sheeran the lad Ed, Ed Sheeran's I mean the one in the he? middle looked exactly like him he looked he more was... like him before they did the makeover <laughs> you know what's going on with the wigs this year somebody's having a laugh. Do you know what? I know I've had a bit of that on Twitter. People saying about wigs and stuff like that, and and, uh, and you know when you go, is the you know, you're in cut? an indoor market and there's a <laughs> there's a joke shop that sells wigs for a pound. It's like they've gone. Shut up! Meatloaf. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, I'm in a really difficult position because as a comic, mm -hmm. I see what you see when they come yeah, out, but you don't want to offend the makeup girls. I, but I also know the makeup girls. No, but surely even no, no, but. But also and nine times out of ten, I think they do well. Consider you've got to look at what mm. those people look like before. Steve. No, I, I'm agreeing with you there. But they I'm turned sure Nigel Farage you, into Rag and Bone Man last season, and it was know. incredible. But I think if you said to the makeup girls, "Is that a cheap wig?" They'd gone, "My God, it's a cheap wig. That's all we had money for." I don't think it's their fault. I don't think they're. I don't think they're missing it. <laughs> no. I think you know. I think that's what they've. You know, the wig budget yeah. is. Maybe the budget's gone on the pyros. Maybe, On yeah, Shania Twain, maybe. Yeah, that's what it's gone, yeah. Right, we're going to have to get some cheap wigs. Yeah. Yeah. Shania's get doing the, it. Well, get the budget off, off yeah, of wigs. Right. Take it all off wigs. <laughs> but I think when you look at the people beforehand, before they, you know, obviously I'm going to tell the party line, but I also think yeah. they do a brilliant job with, like, not not with the stuff, like the wigs and the makeup, like they do a brilliant job. They do a, a brilliant job with who they've got in, in front of them mm. in the chair. Yeah, and also they've got I mean? to sometimes create three looks for somebody who's only famous for having one look. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, and with Meatloaf, it was tricky. It was like, oh, I don't yeah. remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's easy when yeah. if you're doing like, you know, I don't know, Cher, I suppose. Yeah, Bowie or something. Yeah, she or Bowie, and, but yeah, yeah, Madonna or... Not Rag and Bowman must have been tricky. Rag and Bowman. <laughs> Thinking about it. Rag and Bowman was tough. But yeah, it was... Um, it is it is funny, but what I love as well is like that's sort of part of it. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the show. So when people are on Twitter sort of moaning to me about various things, I go, "Yeah, but it's just part of the it's part of the fun of it and the and yeah, the discussion and, also, think, and the daftness." But also, when that transformation happens, you're not you're not watching the transformation because you've already on your sofa decided who you think this is from the clues. Yes. So when it's revealed who it is, you're either going, yes, or a what? So you're not really looking at the bad yeah. wigs. You're too busy, in, you know, immersed in your yeah. own satisfaction or disappointment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, quite. But um, 
But interestingly, that we've ended up, well, as I say, I don't know who went through last night yet, but um, we've ended up with three blokes at the moment, three fellas, oh, really? three white blokes as well have gone through oh, to the final, which... the British public for you, isn't it? It's, uh, it, yeah, it's sort of an odd uh, thing to have happened. In this modern day, like, it's sort of so rare, especially mm. in music, when there's lots of people from different backgrounds and all sorts of things. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really tough one. Um, but it does it does diversify, I think, as we, as we go through the, uh, the the rest of the run. But um, it's, uh, it's, just a, it's just a fun show. So silly, isn't it? And... Yeah. Uh, and 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 daft, but I, I really appreciate all the all the nice comments. In fact, I appreciate all the comments, even the ones that go, "What is this? <laughs> what is this on Saturday night?" I just go, "Thanks for watching." <laughs> yeah, viewer, isn't it? Yeah. Jason Manford. It's time for a bit of this. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Yes, it's time for a bit of bin chat. It's not, but it's been a while since we've been chatted, Steve. I know. Yeah, it has. It's been there um, years, though. You know, I'm, I'm very much on trend. Nice. Well, we've got a couple of bin chats, but um, I'm going to go with uh, with this one, uh, which is uh, about a Somerset woman who went nine months without putting black bin out. Nine months. Nine months, Steve. What Exercise teacher Jill Hampson is passionate about reducing the impact she has on the environment and strikes to recycle whatever she can. Mm -hmm. She said the biggest challenge was knowing what to do with tiny bits of rubbish like plastic sachets. She's now challenging herself to not put her black bin at all out in 2023. Wow, okay. She says, I just recycle absolutely everything I could and was careful what I bought. It starts when you go shopping. It's not bringing it through your door in the first place. That's right. the biggest challenge. Mrs. Hampson, who lives with her husband, Len, said uh, reduced, uh, they reduced their waste by not buying non-recyclable items and getting her milk delivered, reusing plastics, getting refills where possible, and taking her soft plastics to supermarket uh, recycling points also help reduce the household waste. All of this meant Mrs. Hampson managed to avoid putting a black bin out between the 7th of Jan and the 27th of October. It's all her, isn't it? I bet Len's tiptoeing around that house, isn't he? Yeah, oh, I bet he's nervous. I, bet I was going to say he's working on eggshells, but he, he won't be, will no, he? No, he won't be working on eggshells. They'll be in the no, compost no. bin. They'll be in the compost bin. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I bet he's like, just like having a cup of tea. He just throws a tea bag and then goes, Ooh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Put that, yeah, right. put that on the line. Put that on yeah. the washing line. Put that on the line. You can use that again tomorrow. Yeah. i got to yeah. say, though, I... I um, I, I, I respect old Jill. I think that's a... No, I that do think she's a, doing a great job. I think she's doing a great job but there. Like, I think that's important there that she says it starts before it gets in the Yes. Air. starts yes. in the supermarket. Very important. Do you... Um, I mean, I don't go to the supermarket anymore. Mm, uh, oh, you don't, like yeah, everybody, no. you just get it delivered, don't you? No, I do so you go no. to a big shop still? Yeah. No, yeah. not a big shop. I just sort of do little shops. Every yeah, little bits. Days. We all get little do, bits. I don't do a big shop anymore. Like, no. You know, that's like, you get that delivered, don't you, Tesco or Asda? Or no, whatever. it's just because you look in the fridge and you go, oh, that salmon went off last week. I know, it's so annoying. <laughs> That's why I don't do a big shop. I just go every couple of days and get what I need. For the but there are days. things out there that you just go, like, why, why are bananas coming in a bag? Uh, there's no reason. There's no I mean, reason. They need to be kept, you know, sort of yeah. stops of getting spilt on them. But like, I don't know, they don't really, do they? They're in, they're in there's the, no reason. The also, skin, what, do they? No. Why is... It doesn't make any sense. It comes no. in. It already comes in. Have you seen? Have you ever looked at coconuts? Coconuts come in packaging. I mean, yeah. they will kill you. Yeah, coconuts kill not. people. I mean, more people than something. Aeroplane crashes. <laughs> That's the stat, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although when but we were doing Death in Paradise, I saw one come down and it hit a table and smashed a table to bits. And from then on, I never really enjoyed myself walking around Guadeloupe. No, I, 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 I know. Nerve-wracking, so... But no, I, I I respect that, actually. I think there's a good... Yeah. I, I think with cardboard and, you know, things that you can recycle, mm. I think there's, def there's definitely something that we can all be doing a bit more. I'm going to... I'm going to... I might take that challenge on. I mean, I don't think I can do a full year with not with kids. No, I, I've just had a new kitchen. I mean, I'm still... The amount of cardboard I'm knocking out, I mean, it's just too much. Yeah. I, I, you know. Absolute Radio. Steve, what a what a week I've had! What a week! Mm, you've been you've been travelling, haven't you? Travelling yeah. and gigging, travelling yeah. and gigging. I've never um, I've done gigs abroad before, but they've always been to uh, expats, you know. Yeah. Um, which is what British people uh, call us, call ourselves when we're basically immigrants. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, it just sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> when British people move abroad, we're expats, but when they come here, they're immigrants. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Where have you um, been? Where you I been? went, uh, so I did Antwerp. Mm, so Antwerp. I flew into Brussels, went up to yeah. Antwerp. You've been there, haven't you? I, I, I did a little Belgium tour once. I, yeah. It's quite nice, Belgium. It's a surprise, yeah, isn't it? Really You're nice, yeah. Antwerp's very nice. That was my favourite, I think. Antwerp, what, what a train station. One of the best yeah. train stations I've ever seen in my life. Beautiful. Um, Antwerp did Antwerp on the Saturday, then did Amsterdam, uh, yeah. then flew uh, so train over to Amsterdam, then uh, flew up to Oslo, uh, Copenhagen, and then got back. Uh, Copenhagen's on nice. Oslo Beautiful. expensive. That's what I remember. Oh, my I mean, blimey! I went out for dinner after my gig just by myself uh, on the on the Tuesday night in Oslo. Mm. Uh, went for Chinese. It was quite a nice restaurant, and it was open, you know, late, got sort of quarter to ten. No, don't, you don't have to do all this. I it, feel like it, I need to do that a bit. No, you don't, because I, I remember going to quite a rough bar when we were there. <laughs> oh, really? And it was 25 quid for a gin and tonic. <laughs> it is mad. It was, is mad. I was the slightly furious with Oslo. I just... Yeah. I was, was angry. Expensive. I started Googling what they'd given to the world, the Norwegians. <laughs> it's basically a ha. And uh-huh. uh, I think they invented the, you know, the Erling Haaland as well. Spray. Yeah, not footballers. I mean, oh, just right, generally the what stuff spray? that they've given to the world. You know, the the aerosol. I think they invented something oh, to do with that. You know, well, that's destroying the ozone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so that, it didn't way. back me up really. What they'd no. given to the world. When you look at yeah. Sweden and Denmark and what they've given to the world, mm. Lego. They go Abba, you know, Ace of Base, (laughs) Ulrika Johnson. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, No, it was a great time. I've got to say, I was absolutely blown away. I I mean, I sort of like four or five hundred people in each night, and I was thinking, who are they? How do you know who I am? Mm. I'm only in England. When you did Oslo, were you on the poster as Jason Manfjord? Was it yeah. go with that? Yeah, they put a little J in there, yeah. Yeah. That'd have been nice, actually. Um, what is absolutely incredible about when you do shows abroad is that uh, I thought it'd be loads of English people, loads of British people, and then uh, a few of the locals. But it was the opposite. Yeah. It was actually it was a handful of uh, Brits and Irish, and then the rest were locals. And they get things like Live at the Apollo and QI and stuff like that. That's how I worked it out, uh, why they came. Right. Um, but interestingly, when you're doing... Cause to, to, and this is what's so alien for British people, right, is to not just learn a second language, but to be able to understand jokes in a second language. At speed. At speed, yeah, because I didn't really yeah. slow down too much, you know. And, and what's quite nice is you, you get lots of rounds of applauses, but I think they're applauding themselves a bit. Yeah, but they got, <laughs> they got it a little bit later. They hadn't really translated it. Or, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but they're no, sort of just right. going, well done me as well, because I just yeah, got that. Well done me, but I knew what bumblebee and I knew what glasses meant. I got that, I worked that out. <laughs> exactly, my classic bumblebee uh, wearing glasses routines that I did once uh, 20 years Still ago. one of your favourites. <laughs> Still one of your favourites, I know, I should bring it back. Um, but I was, at, I was at the hotel of one of the towns, and I think it was in Oslo, and there was a woman at the hotel there, and she was... Um, this was just like a regular, it was like a three-star hotel in the city centre of, of, of a town. In Oslo. And the woman, the, in Oslo. Night, yeah, just normal, regular hotel. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and she, on a badge, it told me what languages she knows. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so she had five flags. Oh, oh no. Imagine if her, you had that badge. Mate, I like just half, just like half a, half a Union Jack. No, yeah, not even that. No, yeah, you just have to. You just have to. <laughs> and backslang as well. Could do back, is that, is that got its own flag? Backslang. Yeah, maybe it should have. Could do that when I was a kid. Um, and uh, but I just was, and I was sort of quite blown away by it that that she was working as a receptionist in a hotel. Like, not no disrespect to that job, but that's five languages, and you are a receptionist at a three star hotel in you know in a, in a no, town centre. No. And it made me think about. British people, like, if we learn a second language, if after six weeks we've mm. not got a job at the UN, we're like, what was the point? What was the point, yeah. You know what I mean? I should be an interpreter for one of the world leaders now. Why? No, but we don't learn Why no, don't, we don't we learn another language? Because also when you see, like, footballers, you know, from I other know. parts of the world that can speak English, you're like, and they're footballers. They're, and they're footballers for being clever, are they? <laughs> but they've still, at 21, learned a language <laughs> that we haven't. <laughs> I know. To a point sometimes where I see, like, there was a little, uh, like, Dutch family in Amsterdam and... Uh, they lived in a kid... windmill. <laughs> they lived Did in they a windmill. Did they see a mouse? 
It is. Did this happen? <laughs> this is real. And there was a moment where the kid was like running past me and they were both shouting it and joking at each other in Dutch, obviously. Yeah. And my brain, rather than thinking they were, were Dutch, was, God, they've learned Dutch at that age. <laughs> That's where my brain went. Yeah. That's how British we are. That's how yeah. much we think that we're the centre of the language. <laughs> I can't believe they've learned at that age. Amazing. Oh, clever that. <laughs> Uh, now, Steve, Tinder, the dating app, I'm aware have of it, released uh, have released some phrases uh, that the Gen Z are using uh, right. that might just help you with the uh, the dating app. I mean, not that we need to use it, but you know, for no. people out there. Um, so I've got I've got these eleven phrases. Which ones um, are the Gen Zs again? Gen Zs are like are they like they're the ones on. So I'm I'm the very end of um, millennial Arta. So Gen yeah. Zs are. Uh, those ones, sort of, uh, I guess, late teens and twenties now. Okay, all right. So they've got yeah, a, a language we don't understand, but they, essentially, just, yeah. Okay, essentially. Uh, so here we go. <clears throat> There's, a, I've got eleven of them here. Oh, okay. I've not, I've, but I've not got the meanings. I can get the meanings in a second. It's very uh, Gen Z, but, that most people would do a top ten, wouldn't they? But you've gone with eleven. I see what you've done there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't care about rules. Exactly. So I, I've got, on a separate page here, I've got the answers, so we'll just go okay. through them. Here's, right. Here they are. I'm just going to read them all out in one go, all right. and then we'll, we'll piece them out, okay. uh, piece them off one by one. Here we go. So uh, from 11 to 1, okay. zombieing, sus, stashing, riz, recycling, hard launch, haunting, green dating, cuffing season, <laughs> benching, beige flag. Okay. So right. any of them you want to... You want, you want to start with Steve? Let's like, no, just go I mean, in reverse order. Let's just. Let's, what was the first one? Let's just. Let's, so zombieing is the zombieing. Yeah, is, what is do you that think like? That is? So it's not. It's on. It's on a dating app. So yeah. Is zombieing? Is it something to do with ghosting? I don't know. I thought it was just. Oh no! I thought we were like they were after just clever people. Like they're after brains. Like zombies eat brains. <laughs> 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 so on, on the Tinder, they're like, oh no. They look thick. Not clever enough for me. I'm zombieing over here. I'm zombie. You're not really participating. You're just sort of like, you're there. You're just zombie. That's what I think, maybe. Because I think ghosting is when you just disappear and you just don't reply to them ever again. Maybe zombieing is just like the same. You're there, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah, you're not engaging. Yeah, I was listening. But then don't really add anything. Yeah. Marriage could be zombieing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. To a certain degree, couldn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let me see if I can get the what answers the, here. Yeah, so the, the actual answer is... <clears throat> yeah, zombieing is... Zombieing occurs when someone who has previously ghosted you uh, reinstates oh, contact suddenly so and it's coming back from the dead. Yeah, so they're back from the dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> that does make more sense now, That does make more sense. So it's somebody who's ghosted you. Yeah. Although I mean, we technically were close, a ghost we? is back from the dead, isn't it, really? Because... <laughs> He's not the first state, is it? That's, That's the, true, yeah. You know. I think we were close there. Yeah, I think we were pretty close. We were close. I like we my version that was clever people, but, you know. Yeah, brains. Uh, brains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only after academics. Anyone in a mortar board, that's quite right. <laughs> right, 10. Sus, S-U-S. Sus. Suspicious? They're a bit suspect, yeah, a bit yeah. dodge. Yeah. I think so. Sus think. is... Abbreviation of suspicious or suspects and is used yes. when something is questionable, suspicious or noticeable. Okay. Oh, right, we got that. We're doing we well here, Steve. We're I, think right. we're, I think we're two for two almost. We could you? hold our own on Twitter with these young lots if we weren't happily <laughs> Tinder. Lots of kids. <laughs> Which one got, did I say? You said Twitter. <laughs> Steve's on Twitter swiping right. <laughs> it just keeps opening a new window. I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> after my time so i never I, I all dating Same. apps are, are completely it's such you know, a weird concept i know the idea of it also yeah. i've got I, like i got a mate of mine who's recently broken up and he's like oh, i'm thinking about going on um on on tinder and i'm yeah. looking at him going you better pick a picture from a while ago mate because yeah go easy with that picture but i know lots of people who've met you know like on Bumble oh yeah yeah totally of, you know what i mean but it's but just you've got to be careful, so i'm not judging it it's just something no, no. that i know nothing about but you've got to was... be very careful. I think you've got to be very careful. This bit, like the picture he was using, I was thinking. Yeah. I think if you came up on Uber, you'd get cancelled. Never mind <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, I don't want him to pick <laughs> yeah. up. No, 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 Not no, 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 no. A serial killer. Yeah, um, no. we've got yeah. stashing. 
stashing. Yeah, stashing. Well, it's sort of, you know, it's, it is... Um, what do you think that is in a dating term? In a dating term. Yeah, stashing, stashing. something. Is it, so it's, coll- is it, it's not like collecting, you know, suitors, is it, or something like that? Or maybe do they've got like five or six on the go and they've just been stashing I mean, yeah, dates. Like they've got, yeah, stashing, they've got like, yeah, they're keeping, like, spinning could... plates. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, imagine disappointing, like, more than one woman at a time. Crikey. Exhausting, yeah. Uh, stashing. Uh, stashing. Uh, describes a situation where a person spends long periods of time with a partner but never ends up meeting their friends or family. Oh, that sounds ideal. Yeah. That sounds perfect. So you get to go with the person you like, but you don't have to bother with their friends and family. Yeah, so you're going to go see me. My mates want to make me, ah, not interested, mate. Stash it, stash it, stash it up. Not interested. Yeah. (laughs) I I can see how that would be. Preferably. Yeah, I know. That needs a, that's just that's canny. Just, that doesn't need a word, does it? Yeah. Yeah. That's being clever. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah, that's very good. It is hard, that. that like, I, I remember me and Lucy having that chat once about, you know, during lockdown, I remember about, you know, what keeps you together and stuff like that. And one of the reasons was just the idea of having to meet a whole new set of friends. Yeah, again, yeah. Again. Because yeah. with, with these ones, you've got, them, you've got their number now, haven't you? You go, right, well, she's all right, but you don't, don't get her too drunk on gin. Yeah, because uh, she goes on about her ex-boyfriend. No, and she hates it. When she's drunk, they hate each other. She's yeah. always like, and this one, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? She's one of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, but learning, and obviously for us as well, having to, yeah. like, get to know their partners as I, well. I've like, got no time for it. I went swimming with, with my can't deal. With my baby, you know, my six-month-year-old, yeah. month-old even, yeah. the other day, and it was like, in a circle, now just say hello to all the other dads. And I was like, nah. <laughs> Did you just stay there? No, not doing anything. Yeah, I went, nah. I went, all right, mate. It's, it's my son. I know. It's, yeah. it's tough, that. It's tough, that. One whole... kid had a lot of hair. Like, my, both my sons were born with a lot of hair. But one kid, I can't like even wolf, describe like wolf. it. It was like, no, it looked like, um, it looked like Bridget Forsyth in Whatever Happened to the Lightly Lads. I don't know if you've ever seen that haircut. It's <laughs> no. just a lot of hair. Like on a right. four-month, you know, Wow, baby. really? I was Gosh. mad. Like Deirdre Barlow. <laughs> Bless him. Uh, right, let's get the next one out. Uh, eight is uh, Riz. R-I-double-Z. Riz. Riz. What do you think Riz could mean? Riz. Riz. Rizzler. Is it a drug thing? Is it a drug thing? Is How old do we thing? sound right now? <laughs> is it a drug? They smoke the roll-ups, don't they, the druggies? <laughs> Um, Riz, um, R I double Z, but no, double Z seems like it's something else. It feels like yeah. it's something else, not drugs. No, I don't think I'm going to get that. We're not going to get that. Um, Riz. Riz is when someone has an ability to charm others easily. Can re- can also be referred to as game. They've got game. Oh, we'd have never got that. I wouldn't have got that in a million he's years. Got a lot he's of got Riz. Got Riz. Yeah. He's got a lot of Riz. Oh, he's dripping in Riz. He's Rizzed up to the nines. All that. That's quite a. It's quite a sort of. Um, Negging. I'm going to use another. I'm going to throw that in there. I think that's quite a negging thing. She got a lot of riz. But it sounds like it's a negative. But surely someone's charming. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. What the word sounds negative. Yeah, I think it sounds a bit like oh, he's got a bit of riz. Yeah. I mean, he's taking the riz. But it's like you know, you could say that oh, he's all pizzazz. If you say it in that, (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I can see that. All right, good. Okay, well, look, we're, all, we're only at eight. We've got about seven left yes. here, so you better stick around, guys. We're, we're, we're learning this morning. I'm learning a lot. Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. We're at school this morning, Steve. We're learning new yeah. words, new phrases. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, i got a lot of riz, you know me. You, you are full of riz, Steve. I'm rizzed up. And uh, stashing things, you uh, you know, I've not spoke to you all week. I feel like you've been zombieing me a little bit. I wasn't you know? zombieing you. No, well, I don't. Know. It was a bit sus, if you ask me. Um, we've got uh, we've got to number seven of, of phrases. If you're just joining us, uh, Tinder have released a list of phrases that uh, Gen Z are using on the dating app. And if you suddenly want to get involved in that, uh, you might want to know what they mean. Do we um, have to call them Gen Z, or can we call them Gen Z? And it does feel like Gen Z is what we would call them, but. I don't know. Mm. No, I, I think don't know. I've got a feeling like... with the, the American influx over the next... That's what I mean, yeah. ...ten years, we'll all be Gen like Z. They're already a bit more American than us, the, the Gen Yes, Zers. agreed. So they probably are Gen Zers. I agree. I agree. Uh, seven is recycling. How would you use recycling in a... Is it telling a... the same story over and over again? Is it all, oh. All, 
like you know like say if you meet someone and you go oh well, and then you tell a brilliant story about when you were in paris and this thing happened and and you do that on the first date and then when you meet someone else you do the same story you've got an order of like your anecdotes it. oh yes is that recycling let's find out oh, i'd love it if it um, was oh no no recycling no. is returning to an ex-partner this was re- oh. uh, particularly popular in pandemic times I bet it was, yeah. I bet it was. <laughs> like, right. right. You know what thing I said about your nose? I didn't, right. Forget it, because there's a plague on. So let's just forget about all that. And I didn't mean it. Your mum, yeah, exactly. your mum, I didn't mean all that. <laughs> just forget it, bygones, big guy. I know I called her a bygone. I know I'm sorry. <laughs> right, that's recycling. Right, six, hard launch. I mean, that could hard be. Hard launch. Is that a sexual term? I don't know. I hope not. I hope, we don't, I hope not. I hope we haven't put a proper right in the middle. Oh, no. I wonder if they do a countdown as well. Turn, yeah. turn. <laughs> hard Houston, launch. We have a problem. Is it? Is it? Is it? Um, I don't know what a hard launch is. It. Starting. Well, uh, in in marketing terms, yeah, a soft launch is something where you just you don't go in, for it with it? all the advertising. Yeah. You just release it a little bit, and it and it ends up becoming a thing. So, so a hard, hard launch, launch, you appear on all the dating networks at the same time, all the oh, all the apps. Maybe, is that a hard launch? Yeah. Maybe. Let's find out. Hard launch is a hard launch generally refers to the first official couple photo posted. I was going to say that. Oh, okay. I felt like that's where my brain was going. Right, so that's the hard launch. So that means that, you know, they're off. They're official. They're official. It's a hard launch. That's a hard launch. (laughs) It still sounds sexual to me. Maybe it's just my brain. Just feel like, ooh. Ooh, crikey, it feels like one of the actress said to the bishop. feels like a bit... Exactly. He's got launch, you think, of rockets, you yeah, know. And, exactly. It's got the word hard yeah. in it. It's, things are shooting up into the sky. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? It sounds like the first date. It sounds I'm like going to start doing it. it now, though. I mean, if I bake a, like, you know, if I make a pie or I take a photograph of it, I'm going to say, hard launch, I've met a pie. I'm going to, you know, first yeah. picture. I'm going to start using idea. that. I still I've, feel I've like Riz. it's a chat on a Sunday morning. They've gone, how was it last night? And she's gone... It's more of a soft launch, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it feels exactly, like a, yeah. a review. Yeah. yeah, just rizzled out a little bit. <laughs> bit sus, if you ask me. Okay, number five is haunting, Steve. Right. <clears throat> haunting. So this, Has that got a well, to something to do with ghosting? It feels like it, but zombieing was that, wasn't it? That. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Zombieing was haunting. coming back from the dead after ghosting somebody. So haunting. Mm. I is reckon. It, is it ghosting someone? Because <laughs> on. if you ghost someone, you're not actively ghosting, are you? You've just disappeared. Yeah. So what but is I think haunting? haunting is they're still knocking about. So the, so the ghosted you. Then, yeah, but they yeah. ghosted you. Oh, and they're still... But you but keep seeing on, them. You keep seeing them on other people's Everywhere social Everywhere on your feed, they're there. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Going out with her now. <laughs> this is a hard launch. So I see it mean. So they're everywhere. You're being I haunted by them. Yeah, because a ghosting is... Ghosting, you've just disappeared, haven't They've you? They've just gone, a ghost. But yeah. a haunting, you can't sleep at night. Because it's <laughs> noises. Around, yeah, You've exactly. been haunted. Okay. Yeah. yeah that right, makes sense. Have a I'll go with that. Yeah. Haunting, continuing to interact with an old flame on social media in the form of comments or likes in order to be oh, remembered yeah. long after a relationship has ended. <laughs> so yes, that's it. It's haunting. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's more. It's more active than we said, but yeah, it makes more sense, doesn't it? That haunting. So you're sort of liking things and sort of yeah, staying yeah, staying around. Go go go. You're dead. Yeah. If you've go. got a go- yeah. Once you're dead, you're dead. Stop hanging around. Can you get like a Twitter, not Twitter, Tinder, uh, like a, what, an ex-assist or something? Get <laughs> yeah, that's them. what you need. Yeah. Right, number four, green dating. What's that? Green, green dating. dating. Right. It's like so you, it's... Is it when you go out with like the Hulk? Yeah. Shre- or Shrek? Hulk. Yeah. It, could be, yeah. it could be Hulk or Shrek. Yeah, if anyone it's looks like Hulk or Shrek, that's green dating. Could it be that? Or is it referring to the environment? Or, yeah, yeah. Or is it like re- is it like recycling? Is it going back to somebody you've already been out with? It's green, isn't it? It's still That's there. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's have green a look. Green dating. Green dating. Green dating is when you choose to date someone based on shared values, particularly when it comes to the environment. So oh, there you go. Well, that's green dating. <clears throat> yeah. um, and well, number three. Let's do number three. Cuffing season. This sounds like it could be very wrong. That does, that does sound cuffing season. Cuffing. Well, cuffing's like arrested, isn't it? Handcuffed or, or you know, sexy handcuffs. There's two sorts of handcuffs, isn't there? <laughs> um, a season of that. What does that mm, mean? I don't know. Cuffing what is season. What does cuffing mean? Well, I was thinking of handcuffs, but like, yeah, like your cuffs of your sleeve. Yeah. But cuffing season is it? Is it? Is it when you dress up? 
you know, like you, you, you know, because you don't wear. But could it mean, links. like you said, handcuffed, tied down to one person? Could it yeah. mean something like that? Like that's what I mean. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. So you mean like you don't mean just for the night? You mean no? I generalist. mean you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're cuffed. Yeah, because when everyone starts, you know, it like people just won't let you go. They're like, no, you know, we both agree that the planet is dying. We're, we're green lovers yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> we're so green lovers. Just, we've had a hard yeah. launch. Yeah, we've had an hard right. launch. We put that picture of me, you and the marrow. Do you remember? So <laughs> now let's cough together. Yeah. Right. Cuffing season, Steve. Mm. Uh, the cold season where everyone's coupling up. So you settle for a new romantic relationship. That's probably below your usual standards. Because everyone's doing it. It's the season. Because everyone's everyone, doing it and it's everyone's cold. Everyone's coupling, cuffing. Yeah. It's funny that it's the coldness that's making people go, oh, I just need someone to hug. Yeah, well, you know, at the that. end of the day, that is the most important thing, isn't it? I think. It is, if only good at hugging, yeah, quite. Yeah. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Right, we're down to our last two, Steve, on Ooh. our Tinder dating well, I've dictionary. I've almost set up my profile, so it's good. I'm going to do a hard <laughs> yes. launch and yeah. not just put my foot in it and say the wrong thing. No, you don't want to do that. Make sure you just get make sure you get your wife just to check all your spelling and all that. And yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't want to embarrass yourself, do you? It's Riz, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. On your Riz, um, you are full of Riz. To be fair, Steve. Thanks, man. You are a, you are a Rizzer. <laughs> I would say Rizzler. Yeah. Um, right. So that's second, true. benching. Benching. Well, that's like substitutes bench, isn't it? Is that somebody's, be, yeah. been, somebody's been like they've found someone else who they think's better, so you've yeah. been put on the bench. You haven't been, you haven't been dropped. No, you've not been, been dropped. You're still in the yeah. team. You're still in the squad. You don't want to be benched, do you? Nobody wants to be on the Nobody bench. Nobody wants they? to be benched while they're not scoring the game with somebody of love. else. Come yeah. on. No, that's okay, let's fun. find out. Um, benching keeps someone warm or on the benches, on mm. the reserves bench, without ever actually meeting up. This often happens through constant but irregular communication with no binding date set for a meet-up. So, okay. So but then when they speak, time. they're like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we should definitely do that. I'd love yeah, to meet yeah. you one day. But That's what that yeah. is. Okay. And number one, Steve, All beige right. flag. Yeah, I remember this one when you said it. This now, is quite a good one, isn't it? I mean, a, a red flag is a red flag, isn't it? Some, well, the red flag is when there's a warning off that, about them. So, yeah. You know, that, that you're in a restaurant, yeah. he's ordered dinner, it's come wrong, and he's snapped at the waitress. You think, Whoa, yeah, he's thrown it in the face. And yeah, you've gone, got a, that's a red flag. He's got a side here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or like so you that's go a red home flag. and he's like, you know, and he's recorded, you know, four weeks worth of, uh, of Coronation Street and he wants to watch it in one go. You're like, ah, that's a red flag. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, it's a red flag. It means there's something wrong. Something, something wrong. So that's a red flag. So I would imagine a green flag would be. If someone's um, like everything's right, you know, it's like it's a green flag. I got a green flag for him. So yeah. a beige flag. That's beige is the colour of boredom, isn't boring. it? Or boring yeah. and bland and yeah and bland. So is it like a beige flag? Is you, you can just you can sense that there's something that the the boring. Is that is that what it is? Well, I I think that sounds. To me, that sounds good. Uh, let's find out what the actual answer is. Uh, it says, beige flags are early warning signs of incompatibility and are often found in people who are quite basic and boring. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that well, makes well. sense. There you go. I guess it's just people... Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like people... Well, it says here, I've just Googled, examples of beige flag. It says, examples give, giving generic or repeated answers to hinge prompts whatever they are, uh, regurgitating tired platitudes, living my best life, it is what it is, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, o'clock. Or having more than one photo with a dog, which I thought was quite a very really? specific. That's, go, that's really specific. More than one, yeah, but it, but it does kind of say, there's not much about me, but look, I've got an interesting dog. It looks yeah, like it's got a moustache. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's like, if, if you're reading people's profiles, there's a list here, look, I'm overly competitive at everything, somebody says. Mm, um, that's a red flag. That's that's a, a I, I would say that's a red flag. Yeah. What I order for the table, tequila. Well, that's a red flag as well for me. Yeah, don't order for me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't actually drink coffee. Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. really drink it, but I wouldn't say it. No, it's... No, like, it wouldn't be one of my it. defining things. No, but you know that it's a weird thing to say. I've got mates who, who, who don't drink tea, and they every time you go to their house, they go, I don't know how to make a cup of tea. I don't really drink tea. And I'm like... Mm. You must know how to make it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but it's like, it looks like from here, from these examples, it's like the conversations they have, you know, like on a date, for example, you end up debating if pineapple belongs on a pizza or if coriander well, tastes yeah, soapy exactly, or not. You know, yeah. Or should you put ketchup in the fridge? It's like, yeah. you know, that's... that's like, yeah, is it a cob or a bun? Or a bun? Or a bun? No, just yeah. wherever you are that's, in the country, mate. 
that's not a conversation for a date. That is for somebody who's running out of things to say on a yeah. national radio show on a Sunday morning. That's, that's not. What that's for. That's what those subjects are for. Mm. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, that is. Hopefully, that's informed a few of you there um, on some phrases. If you if you are going to dip your toe into the the dating game, don't say uh, dip your toe. That means something completely different in the Gen Z world. <laughs> that's grinder, not Tinder. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Um, but just don't be sus about it and, uh, you know, look forward to your hard launch uh, after uh, after your green date. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. All right. It's time for a bit of this, Steve. Oh, there we go. Having it. Hit me with your best fact. All you got to do is email me with your best fact. It's as easy as that. Email me at jasonabsoluteradio.co.uk. Steve, what are the parameters, though? What are we looking for? We're after a fact that delights us and tickles us, but doesn't give out too much. But basically, we're after the one that we want to know more about. We want to Google. Yeah. I mean, all of them will want to Google, but there'll be one yeah. that'll be like, I've got to do it now. I've got to do it between these links. You know what I mean? That's what we're exactly, after. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so we'll start off. Here we go. Carol Wills. Mm-hmm. She says, There is a termite city underneath northeastern Brazil, which is as large as Britain, and some parts are thought to be nearly 4,000 years old. Oh, that's good. That's slightly terrifying. Wow. Isn't it is, isn't it? The size of a Britain. termite city. How many are there? I feel like, you know, if they you know, could collapse, you know what I mean? The old city could fall into a big termite hole if... What um? What's a termite now? What do they look like? I'm, I'm getting mixed up isn't with isn't it a termite lives. just all of the you know all? It's just a generic name for certain types of insects, isn't it? Is, it is like, it? I don't you know, know. Your beetles and your oh, it's all that lot. It's that lot. It's those guys. Oh, <laughs> not widgety grubs. The wood wood lice, wood louse, <laughs> wood louse. Those gangs. I hate the wood louse. Oh dear. No, no, okay, no. good one. Slightly disgusting, but I like that one. Steve Walsh says the original title to the Kinks hit Waterloo Sunsets. Mm was originally titled Liverpool Sunset and was written in a hotel overlooking the Mersey. Is that right? I actually knew that. I don't know if that's... Uh... Not the Liverpool Sunset bit, but I do... I'm pretty sure that the Waterloo mentioned is the Waterloo station in Liverpool and not London's Waterloo station. But isn't he say Terry meets Julie every Friday night and that's meant to be Terence Stamp and Julie Christie, isn't it? And they wouldn't be in Liverpool, would they? Meeting each other on Waterloo Bridge. <sighs> I don't know. Is it definitely those two? Yeah, I think that's what it's meant to be. Unless I'm another... pretty sure Cheser. that the Waterloo station involved is Waterloo, the, the Waterloo station that's in the Merseyside. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I've heard Think that about the kinks, every single, you know, Muswell Hillbillies, all of their stuff is very, very London-based. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, you I know, feel I'm like probably... I've, Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's one of those facts, like... A bit like what we talk about. We always like a fact to come up in conversation. I feel like growing up, because my dad was a Kinks fan, like every time that would come on, my dad would go, hey, you know that's actually about... Um, it's like Dirty Old Town, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually yeah, about sulfur. No, it's about sulfur, that. Not about Dublin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually used that uh, fact two days ago when I was in um, Oslo, and the guy, uh, the, the tour manager out there, Spilling, that was his name, Spilling. Did you drop anything? He didn't actually, he was, very, he was the opposite of clumsy. Mm. Um, Spilling uh, said he was a big fan of the Pogues, and I said, hey, you know, the, uh, you know there's something else, that's about my uh, town, actually. You and McCall, Kirsty McCall's done. Yeah. 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 Uh, Martin O'Neill's message, Steve. Oh, I see. Yeah. What's he got to say? He said, hey, Jason and Steve, here's a fact for St. Patrick's Day. Jerry Adams, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one generic uh, Northern Irish voice. The angry one. Um, you can only do the angry one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Towards the end of his uh, management career. people. You can only do the angry one. Yeah, uh, he says, Hi, Jason and Steve. Here is a fact for St. Patrick's Day. All polar bears are Irish. Wow. What? <laughs> what? I mean, I've heard left-handed. They're all left-handed. Yeah. I've heard that they've, they've not really skin. got white. Yeah, they've not really got white fur. It's see-through or yeah. something. It's just snow-reflected. But I've never heard they're all Irish. They're Irish. <laughs> all polar bears are Irish. And this has been wow. checked to them, our, our uh, yeah. producer. BBC All polar bears are Irish, and Waterloo Sunset was called Liverpool Sunset. Oh, All been God. checked. All been checked. BBC bite size. Okay. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. How <laughs> that does make right. and a lot. I, I mean, I don't know where they've got from there, from mm. Ireland to the 
Do you the, think the the South Pole, isn't it? Are they in the South Pole? Yes, I think so. Because um, I'm just thinking if it's penguins and it's Eskimos, they're all on the other side. No, it is the North Pole. I'm thinking of the song from Polar Express. Uh, penguins and Eskimos, they all live on the South Pole. The Polar Express is going to the North Pole. There you go. Right. Let's say I so work the, out um, the difference between the North Pole and the South Pole and the song from the film. So pol- polar bears live north. They're, they're in the Arctic. Yeah. Right. But it's penguins and Eskimos south. Right. This is what they say. I'm not saying that that's... W- yeah, but w- what we want to know is, are they from Nor- Northern Ireland or, mm. or the Republic of Ireland as well? Like, well, Martin O'Neill's thrown the facts in, so... He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's from <laughs> Northern time Ireland. time on yeah. his hands. <laughs> but how, how are they Irish? Is that, are they just... I don't know. It's interesting because we used to do walk on the wild side and if we did a polar bear thing now, oh, I think we'd really enjoy that. I would as well. <laughs> Mary, it's freezing! <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, it's not so cold. Don't worry about it. I don't. Put a jumper on. <laughs> I think that'd be... I quite like the idea of yeah. Irish polar bears. Irish polar bears is great. Yeah. Hey, do you know Absolute my skin? Roy. It's, it's actually black. <laughs> it's actually black. <laughs> and uh, I'm a first translucent. Can you believe that? Um, Great idea, wow. I love it. I okay, quite, well, <clears throat> I quite like the idea of that. It's got to be something in the DNA, or like you know what I mean, like maybe something in the past. But yeah, you know, maybe it's one of them. Like in 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 dinosaur times, I don't know. Maybe they'll descend from an Irish bear or something. But okay. or or they're all born in Ireland I love and that. shipped to the Antarctic. In dinosaur times, <laughs> <laughs> they all descended from a bear. <laughs> that sounds like the, like... like the two were side by side, and the Irish as well. All <laughs> three of them were side by side in dinosaur times. I don't know. Look how far Irish people and get. I mean, their biggest export is people. So it, it would, yeah, it when would... you put that in a bear, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Ah, no, you're think... right. No, you're... Ah. yeah, you're right. No, something okay. in that. <laughs> uh, Paul Bullows says, "Did you know?" M&M's stands for Mars and Murray's, the last name of the candy's founder. Oh. Founders. So is is Murray the people who made Murray Mints? Uh, Well, it's Murray spelt with an I-E. I think Murray Mints are A-Y. A-Y, yeah. Yeah. But Mars, I didn't know that was a real bloke. No, I just thought they'd... Because it's all Milky Way, it's all galaxies, isn't it? I just yeah. thought, you know, I thought they'd just gone, wow, we're going to call it, just pick a name out of the space. Out, literally yeah. out of the... I plucked this name out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, it would... Because it would, it's bothered me a while, is what the apostrophe is for. What, the, the oh, M&M's? Because it's yeah. M&M apostrophe S, isn't it? So it has bothered me for a while. Did have one the other week that a single M&M was called a lentil? A lentil. I still, don't, I still don't believe that. I still don't get that. But apparently a single M&M... But this is, you could double up here, you could double M&M facts while somebody's just trying to eat them, you know, on yeah. the bus. <laughs> Do you know what a single one... I don't make, just take me fingers. It's know, actually it's named after. and Murray. Uh, can you just back off? <laughs> You're breathing all over me, me M&M. It's actually called a lentil. Shut up. <laughs> Ian Lovergrove. It's a good wow. name. Wow. Well, where do you live? It's a great name. Grove. Great name. Uh, that it feels like he's got a bit too much riz for me, though, Steve. Yeah, he's a lot of riz. Full of riz. Name like that. Full of riz. He'd <laughs> be rizzing everywhere. Nearly got there. <laughs> <laughs> rizzing all over the place. Um, Ian Lovergrove says, there are more lakes in Canada alone than the rest of the world combined. Really? <clears throat> Canada facts. We have a lot of these, don't we? Yeah. That's sad as well, that they're all alone. Yeah. I don't know why I included that information. There no. are more lakes in Canada alone. Is he saying like everywhere else, like they've coupled up? Yeah, but in Canada, they're in so Canada, far they apart. Just, There's so many of them. Sing, they're all single. They're just like, they don't get on easy. He's a bit dirty, no. that one, and he's a bit mucky. And, more than the rest of the world. Like that. I don't, I don't know, another week that could have won it, but I just think this couple, mm. couple better up to now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about this one from Mike Gallagher? The fastest speed a manhole cover has ever travelled was 150,000 miles an hour. Wow. Now, see, that's got me. Now we're back. So what's happened there? What has happened for a manhole cover to go that fast? If you just said 200 miles an hour, I'd have been astounded. Do you know what I mean? Quite, Steve. Well, what did it do? Did it go into space? Uh, 
Yeah, How can something travel 150,000 yeah, miles an hour? Gone. How would it gone into space, though? When they, when they set the shuttle off, they don't make sure everything they is in there needs to be in there. Less water, dried food. Mm. They don't go, I oh, just, have you left that? Where's that manhole cover going? Oh, I left it on the rocket. It's not, it's everything is, everything needs yeah. to be there, doesn't it? Yeah, but still, how's it gone 150 miles an hour? Nothing travels 150 miles an hour. Not even a rocket? Uh, I don't or know. maybe a rocket, I don't know, but how. Mm. Or but why is it on a rocket? Hang on. What? We've gone rocket. Maybe it's um what was that thing a few years ago that was gonna destroy the world? That that science experiment. The the hard oh, on the hydrogen the hard on collider. Collider. Yeah, hadron. 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 That's very good. It's a black right. hole thing, yeah. Yeah. What if as a tester they threw a manhole covering it first? <laughs> It's very specific. Right, so I've set the machine up, all the coordinates. Yeah, I'll have that. Just chuck that in. See what happens. No, Dave! What was it? The manhole cover stripped you up outside. What have we done that for? What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? As it comes back round. Yeah, as as the moon explodes in the sky because it's been hit by a speed. What do you do that for? <laughs> oh, good mate. Uh, good, good right. <laughs> so good as we've any. solved two of these already. One of them, there was a bar in Dublin with a dinosaur, a polar bear, <laughs> and a, and an Irish fella. Exactly. That was in dinosaur time. Yeah. This one, somebody's lobbed something into the hydrogen collider. Okay, exactly. You've sorted exactly. this. A piece of cake. Paul uh, messaged in. He says uh, about now. Thousands of birds called godwits start their 9,000-mile migration from New Zealand to Alaska. Some do it non-stop, others with one stop in China. They will do the return mm. trip in September. A lot of travelling. Nature, nature's amazing, isn't it? One without stopping. Oh, I bet they really like look down on the ones who have it. I'm going to stop in China and make me back's killing me. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> nah, Enjoy nah, your Chinese, nah, Dave. Nah, nah, I went do, up, yeah. all the way through, one, mate. Don't get enough in, just showing off, mate, just because you can do it in one. There's no point, is there? Imagine Come back anyway September. in September. Yeah. <laughs> wow, kind of impressive. Kind of impressive. Yeah. I don't know how I'd get that into conversation. I like the name, the called Godwits as well. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult one to get into conversation, you know. Stephen Ling says 89% of the gestures used by one-year-old children are also used by chimpanzees of mm. all ages. I can see that. That would make I sense. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating, cry, you know, crying, yeah. excited. Well, even that, you know, that touching your head thing. Football, they still do that football manager. Don't they? When a goal nearly goes in, everyone would just touch your head, don't you? Grab your head. Mm. You know that? That's a very yeah, monkey yeah, yeah. thing, isn't it? Like nearly. Mm. Still mm-hmm. do that one. Claire Darlington says, people born with a surname towards the end of the alphabet tend to be more impatient. I bet they are. <laughs> they, well, on the register, they'd always be last, wouldn't they? So oh, I see. Last. You reckon that's where it's come from? Well, I Just don't know, maybe. sat in school what, waiting, waiting for Zebedee to come out. Yeah. Oh, well, finally. Well, finally. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm here, miss. Surname, though, isn't it? So it's, yeah, so you, you can't even help that. You've just, yeah. you, can, <laughs> you can call the first name Aardvark as much as you like. They're still going to be last, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, good morning, miss. Good morning, everybody. Right, good finally. afternoon, should I say. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Only finished first lesson. <laughs> yeah. God, thank God I've missed double maths. <laughs> yeah, gosh. I wonder, I'd love to know from you if you're out there um, and you've got a surname towards the end. You know, a walker or, um, mm. you know, a um, Yazoo. I can't think of any surnames. Um, why? Yang, I suppose, something like that, yeah. maybe. Or yeah. Zephaniah, I don't know. Yeah. Let me know. Let us know if. I've probably already emailed that impatient. I've already sent that email. Or you've even said it. I actually emailed you a few weeks back. Been waiting for a response. All right, calm down. And I've been impatient. All right, Mr. Walker. Uh, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Let us know. Uh, and Cole Gold. Cole Gold, he's called. Co- what? Cole Gold. Great name. It's a great name, isn't it? Uh, you cannot touch a Japanese giant salamander without a license. Oh, really? Well, it's very specific, you can't. isn't it? 
Yeah. What, like a touching salamander license or just like a driver's no, license? No, maybe it's... Was it an arrestable offence? Is it the police, like, uh, maybe. To knock at the door? <laughs> you know. Excuse me, sir. We've got CCTV, you uh, touching a salamander. <laughs> oh, I was just messing about with the kids at the I'm sorry, mate, you have to go to prison. And then you're in there. Uh, what are you in for, man? Yeah. Touch the salamander. <laughs> Whoa, this guy. This guy's crazy. This guy. <laughs> right, yeah. some good ones there. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. All right, we need to pick a winner, Steve, for our Hit Me With The Best Facts this week. Okay. Uh, if you want to join in at any point, Jason at Absolute Radio.co.uk. Here is our rundown of this week's facts. Carol Wills told us about a termite city the size of Britain underneath Brazil. Terrifying. Steve Walsh informed us that Waterloo Sunset, the Kinks hit, uh, was originally titled Liverpool Sunset. Uh, it was written in a hotel overlooking the Mersey. Martin O'Neill said, Jason, Steve, St. Patrick's Day, fact yeah. for you. Polar bears are Irish. Um, Paul Bullows said, Eminem stands for Mars and Murray's, the candy's mm-hmm. founder. Lover Grove uh, told us that there's more lakes in Canada alone than the rest of the world combined. Mike Gallagher told us about the manhole cover that's oh. travelled 150,000 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Paul told us about the Godwits, the birds that travel 9,000 miles on a migration from New Zealand to Alaska uh, non-stop, only to come back in September. Uh, Stevie Ling, he told us 89% of gestures used by one-year-olds, also used by chimpanzees. And Claire Darlington told us that people born with a surname towards the end of the alphabet are more impatient. And Cole told us that uh, you can't touch a Japanese giant salamander without a licence. So, what a mixed bag! I know, yeah. I know I mean, my favourite. I know the one I want to Google straight away, Steve. The two. There's two I want. Really? Go on. I want the. I want to know why old polar bears are Irish. I mm. definitely want to know that one. <laughs> yeah. And I also want to know about the manhole cover. <laughs> the manhole cover one for me, I yeah. think. Okay. Well, that's the one we've decided on then. We've both we've both reached the same so. one there. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. I've, I've, I feel like it's something dinosaur-related, the polar bear one, so that's why oh, I'm yeah. not going to well, go maybe there. The, the, maybe the Irish fella and the uh, the polar bear will be involved then, because they were all around <laughs> dinosaur times. <laughs> yeah. Um, here we go. So, um, this is pretty amazing, Steve. Go uh, on. A manhole cover launched into space. Just launched? Uh, let me tell you what happened. So, how yeah. could an iron manhole cover be the fastest human-made object ever launched? Yeah. Um, well, it was shot into space with a nuclear bomb. Robert Brownlee, an astrophysicist who designed the nuclear test in question, told Insider magazine the unbelievable story in 2016 before he died uh, at the age of 94. Uh, Brownlee refuted the non-believers and asserted that, yes, it's likely the fastest object that humankind ever launched. So the first underground uh, nuclear tests were a bit of an experiment before they obviously right. became bombs and weapons and whatever. No, nobody knew exactly what might happen. Um, so this was sort of the early 50s, 1951. It was buried 17 feet. That doesn't seem an awful lot. Not really. 17 feet. But the top of the bomb's mushroom cloud exploded 11,500 feet into the sky. Uh, so it's it called... Yeah, yeah, so Operation Plum Bob, it was called. Uh, and um, Professor Brownlee said he designed the Pascal test as the first that aimed to contain nuclear fallout. The, the bomb was placed at the bottom of a hollow column, three feet wide and 485 feet deep, with a four-inch thick iron cap on top. Right. The test was conducted on the, uh, the night of July 26, 1957, so the explosion coming out of the column looked like a Roman candle. Brownlee said the iron cap in, uh, in Pascal exploded off the top of the tube like a... Like a bat, much hotter than hell. He's like poor. a bat out of hell. Yeah. Uh, he replicated the first experiment. The column uh, was deeper at 500 feet, um, and he, uh, the, the manhole cover uh, right. flew off the column with the force of the nuclear explosion. The cover mm. was only partially visible in one frame when they recorded it. Where did that yeah. end up then? It must have come back <laughs> down at some point. Who knows? Wow. My goodness, that is, that is kind of incredible, eh? Mm. Um, uh, Brownlee said he expected oh here we go Brownlee says he expected the manhole cover to fall back to earth but they never found it he like concluded it went into space yeah though, it, it was gone, going too know. fast to burn up before reaching outer, sta- outer space yeah. yeah there you go there you go so still floating around a nuclear nuclear uh, manhole that, cover just seeing a manhole cover when you're in space just like debris just rubbish mad <laughs> that, isn't it 
There you go. So that's uh, that is go. pretty good. So well done. Uh, a Jason Manford show mug feels like not a big enough prize, does it? Really now when you've, no. <laughs> you're talking about like nuclear experiments, but hey, yeah, no. but you know he didn't do the experiment then. He's just no, uh, that's fair. He only just yeah, told us about enough. it. He gives the fella, a, yeah, uh, yeah. So Mike Gallagher, I know, cover obviously. Mike Gallagher uh, wins uh, this week's Hit Me With Your Best Fact with his fact. The fastest speed of manhole cover ever travelled was 150,000 miles an hour. And you can join in at any time. Just email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. You got a busy week, Steve? I'm back to Swansea. Bit more filming. Bit more film. We can't wait to find out what that is all about. Mm-hmm. And he's allowed to tell us. I'm doing a gig at the Comedy Store in London on uh, Tuesday. If you're around for that, um, it's a really fun night called Cray Cray Cabaret, uh, and it's a big uh, fun music and comedy and all that. So come along uh, if you're around in London this week. Otherwise, we'll see you here next week on Absolute Radio.